1: Good morning. It is Monday, March eighteen. Welcome to Daily. Welcome back, Becky De Oliveira.
0: And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And uh, let me pray for today, um, Heavenly Father. I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for this passage of Scripture. I want to thank you, Lord, for all that we're processing, for school, for work, for life, uh, for all that we have on for this docket today. And uh, yet, as we pause right now, and as we read this passage, may we be enlightened. May we we discover who you are uh, with fresh eyes. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Yeah, I have a big day. I have to present a literature review on the subject of the effect of wording in sexual assault survey research.
0: Oh wow. I know, Intense. It's
1: good times. All right. Okay, without further ado, I'll read something more upbeat. Isaiah 53. What could be more upbeat than an Old Testament prophet, right?
0: Uh, You'll be amazed. <laughs> New
1: Living Translation, the NLT. Who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? My servant grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green shoot, like a root in dry ground. There was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance, nothing to attract us to him. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Yet it was our weaknesses he carried, it was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's paths to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on Him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet He never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep is silent before the shearers, He did not open His mouth. Unjustly condemned, He was led away. No one cared that He died without descendants, that His life was cut short in midstream. But he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong and had never deceived anyone, but he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life, and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous, for he will bear all their sins. I will give him the honors of a victorious soldier, because he exposed himself to death. He was counted among the rebels. He bore the sins of many and interceded for rebels.
0: Hmm. I like that that version of it very much. Yeah, I do too. It's really good. Okay, Uh, and I want to encourage you to read The Daily Walk, and uh, I think it will actually help you understand some of the question and and think for yourself as well about uh, what uh, what it can mean for yourself. So here's the question we're going to look at today. Um, How do you relate to the idea that you are responsible in some way for Jesus' death and for rejecting him? And how do you relate to that idea?
1: Well, I find it a little unfair.
0: You, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. Why?
1: I do. And I mean, I think about this in a couple of ways from a kind of language point of view. One thing is that it's written in the past tense, even though it's talking about something that happened in the future, is one thing. I thought it was good. Why?
0: No, I I think it's actually great.
1: Oh, well, I mean. I'm not saying whether I think it's great or not. It's an observation without judgment. It is just an observation. I
0: I hold the judgment on it. Go on. Okay. And then the other
1: thing is that there is this, (laughs) this kind of inclusive we and us Yeah. that you wonder, okay, who is we, who is us? Do I want to be included in this? Am I automatically included in this? Um, What's sort of the rhetorical effect of including we and us? It's, obviously, to draw us into feeling the sense of personal responsibility. Mm. But, you know, it, it would be like if I'm at a town hall meeting and somebody stands up and says, no, we are all using too much water. And I might think, well, I'm not. I'm super careful. I time my showers. I, You know, yeah." that sometimes you, you feel kind of um, like you step away when somebody starts to include you in a we where you don't feel that you want to be part of that.
0: I think that's very true. Uh, and I think that's very true of, of people who, who, if you disagree with the statement or if you feel like it's an unfair uh, call or you feel like it's just too generic or, yeah, I think that's well, just or true. Or even if
1: you just question it. You're like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know whether I feel this way mm-hmm. or not.
0: So, so, I guess the question is i mean how do you, how do you relate to the idea that you're responsible in some way for Jesus' death and for rejecting him? I don't think anybody wants to be responsible for for that, and yet isaiah Isaiah claims that we are all in some shape or form responsible for this
1: yes he does but
0: by by our choice, by birth. What's he saying? I mean, is he saying that anybody gets to opt in or opt out of that? Apparently I think, not. I think he's saying, absolutely, I think he's saying that we don't even opt in. I think we just, we're born in this world and then and then we grow up and by choosing the paths that we do, we have this, and we get into this debate about, you know, the inclination of sin and the tendency to sin. I think we do. And, and then when we do sin, we actually are part of this, uh, this problem inside here.
1: But, I mean, the, part of my point is that there were some people who knew Jesus... In fact, for real, like in the physical world, like they knew him, right? Yeah. Not all of them rejected him. Some of them didn't.
0: Like?
1: His mother. Various re- apostles who were okay. killed in horrible ways after the fact. Right. They. So not everybody. This talks about we. We rejected him. We didn't Whoa. know him. We turned away from him. I'm yeah. going, so it doesn't include everybody. No, Because there does. were people who knew him and okay. who so, accepted him. As so a person, as a human being.
0: The disciples uh, who were, like even John, who uh, describes himself as the one that Jesus loved, right, in, in his own gospel, um, all the disciples struggled. All the disciples wondered. I mean, they themselves. Struggling
1: is not the same thing as ultimately making a decision that it does not favor something.
0: That's fair. That's fair. So you're saying that they actually didn't sin?
1: I'm not saying that they didn't sin. I'm I'm speaking specifically, I don't think I'm speaking to the question of whether or not anyone has ever sinned. Well, I'm and speaking I think that's to the question actually, of whether what... or not we rejected him, we being everybody.
0: Well, and I think that's actually what Isaiah is talking about, is that this rejection is sin.
1: Well, if there were people who accepted him at the time that he lived... Mm-hmm. then there are people who accept him now.
0: Oh, okay. So do you believe that what Isaiah is saying here, he's just talking about the three and a half years that of ministry or the 33 and years? No, I think he's talking about everybody. Was, but or I'm is he saying, talking about the span of un, the universe? Well, I'm saying if
1: he's talking about everything, then there are some notable exceptions already. And if there are those exceptions, then that opens the door for there being more. Okay. As soon as you have one, like if you make a statement yeah. all, I don't know, whatever, or this yeah. way, and you find one example that's not, then right away you have a big loophole in that argument.
0: And therefore, then the argument doesn't stand and is a liar.
1: I'm not saying he's a liar. <laughs> I'm just wondering what it is that he's doing. Well. I, I'm not, I don't accuse anybody of lying. I wonder always what where, they're where's doing. The,
0: where's the loophole inside here? I guess is what you're saying, yeah.
1: right? Is and, there one or is there not? It's a question yeah. that isn't actually meant to be leading. It's just meant to.
0: I like I know I like I like for discussion
1: because I, like I find it an interesting thing to talk about.
0: No, I like it. I look I, I actually think that I think that when I look at this text here, I look at this text talking about uh, about Christ and he and what Isaiah is trying to say here is that we are all responsible every single human being uh, that we know of on this planet is responsible for Christ dying on the cross. And in what he's trying to do is he's trying to draw us into this place and say, you, we are part of this. And Christ is actually saying, look, I, I took it all on, past, present, and future. Uh, and this is the miracle of what he does inside there. So you're saying that that's actually difficult because there are some people who actually um, haven't. I haven't what? Haven't rejected Christ.
1: Yeah, I'm saying possibly. I'm not really saying it's difficult. I'm just asking. I mean, I don't have any difficulty one way or the other. Well, and
0: I would say that that on this planet that everybody has at some point rejected and accepted.
1: Well, probably not everybody has accepted. There would be some people who flat out rejected. That's true. And then died. But they have gone through that
0: process to decide. Okay. So therefore, that if if they if they exist in that place, Isaiah's is saying, "Look, we are all part of this equation. The whole planet belongs to this. Past, present, and future. That's all he's saying. And that's what's difficult about this is that we are collectively part of this.
1: Yeah, I think it probably is something cultural for me that I don't think of responsibilities as being collective in that particular way. Mm. I like to think of myself as having some sort of ability to make choices that then. Determine whether I'm responsible for something or not. I mean, I think that's the way that we think. <clears throat> I.e., well, yes. that if I was yeah. not born yet, I can't be responsible. You know, etc.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see how this text actually pans out during the week, and and see how it works out for salvation. I think a lot of people of, kind of
1: wonder about this. That yeah. it's like, okay, fine, I'll accept that I'm responsible but it's kind of like when somebody tells you that you have to apologize for getting into a fight with your brother and you're like yeah. it wasn't my fault but yeah, that's hey, true. if it'll make you happy that's i'll true. say sorry yeah um i think sometimes people feel that way yeah it's like i yeah i, I don't know i don't know what else i'm supposed to do like yeah.
0: So it, so the question I the question that I would ask then in in return I guess for anybody who's who's wondering are they responsible for Jesus death and saying and they're saying no I'm not responsible for Jesus death today in 2019 right Or
1: just I'm not sure I'm not sure Not even a, like yeah. I'm not saying no I'm absolutely not I'm just saying I don't know like how and how would I avoid that because it feels like if you can be responsible for something you could also not be responsible for it that there might be something that you could do to avoid that and but what you're saying is that there's not
0: yeah that's what the bible teaches us okay that you can't avoid that um that actually you you couldn't you couldn't have stopped at birth the the journey of life and falling into sin but that christ knows this so he anticipates all this he comes and he says look i'm i'm going to defeat death for you i'm going to provide a way out And so even though you're all responsible for this, we all belong to this, there is this path out and it's this surprise for everybody that they're saying this messiah was unexpected. It is, uh, it's it's an incredible, incredible shift and it's difficult for people to accept. I think it is because I don't think people actually like to actually be beholding. Mm. I think that's the difficulty. Yeah, uh, So our time's up for today uh, Let's repeat the question How do you relate to the idea That you're responsible in some way For the, for Jesus' death and for rejecting him uh, Think about that Talk about that with your friends And your loved ones And uh, we will connect more And live love Hey, thanks again for listening To the Daily Walk podcast today Hey, if you remember if you have any questions Reach out to us online at boulder.church And if you can help support us please feel free to give online at boulder.church or slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.